Stan Fru Bolpros here. I want to do a video recapping my final thoughts of the Chargers Cowboys game. <laughs> Always a fun one. Always an exciting one. We lost by the same score we lost to them in 2021. So, guys, let's get into it. Bolpros. As always, like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content. I'm Andrew Bolpros, sad Charger fan. Here we go. So, the woman of the hour, her name is apparently Miriam. Uh, I love this. And by the way, the memes on this are just absolutely priceless. Love her to death. I love this one down here in the corner with her like choking, physically wanting to choke someone, maybe like a Brandon Staley or, you know, somebody that was messing up on the Chargers team, which was many this game, folks, many. Uh, but again, you know, th this is the face of a Charger fan. We know that. We all know that, right? It's unfortunate. But the good thing is, you know, she actually, you know, got her 15 minutes of fame. Check this out. She was actually on the Pac McAfee show today. Very exciting. So again, there was some rumors that she was actually not really a fan. She was some sort of plant or some sort of, you know, non-fan just there to be put up on the screen. But apparently she's a season ticket holder and been a, been a longtime Charger fan uh, like myself and the Volpros. Very exciting. But there is one fan that is no longer going to be seen at Charger games, apparently. There was an announcement made, I believe it was yesterday or today, one of the two. Bolt God officially calling it quits, which is a bummer. So we are no longer going to see him, I apparently, as a Charger fan moving forward. And it's frustrating, right? At the end of the day, you know, we want to see our team succeed. But, you know, there's also the thoughts that we need to see some, some success, right? So maybe this was the game. He finally had enough, and he said, I'm done with it. I'm over it. Move on with his life. Apparently no longer a Charger fan or going to be both God as he is. Unfortunate. But let's talk about the game, right? In general, listen, Justin Herbert did not have his best game. You know that. I know that. He knows that. Guys, at the end of the day, though, the NFL in general, every single quarterback in the league did horrible. I think there's only two or three quarterbacks. I think Jared Goff led the league in pass yards. Jared Goff, guys. I thought he was dead to rights when he went to the Lions. I thought there was nothing left in that tank for anybody. And he took care of business, man. I mean, so, hey, Lions are legit. You know, I asked myself this question. The Chargers are a really good team or a really bad team. I still don't think we know one way or the other. I think there are two good teams that played that played poorly, if that makes any sense, right? I think we made a lot of mistakes, a lot of errors, mm -hmm. and we did not play good football both sides of the ball. Same with the, same with the Cowboys. But I'll say this. Kellen Moore uh, and Justin Herbert, I think, had a good game plan. I think they, they executed, you know, decently at times. But Herbert really missed a few throws that uh, you guys have already seen some shorts that we've created on. And he wants them back, right? At the end of the day, there are games in the NFL that just do not go your way. And this was one of those games. And it was an ugly game on both sides of the ball. It was hard to watch. It was painful to watch. It was not fun. It was not enjoyable. Going back to Miriam. You see her face again. That's exactly what we're talking about, right? You know, that's that's the life of a Charger fan. We're glutton for punishment. We're in this, like, uh, abusive relationship. We just keep coming back for more. Black eye. Oh, I fell down the stairs. No, I'm a Charger fan. That's how it is. But I will say this, guys. Keenan Allen still had a good game. And, again, I, again, Justin Herbert made some really – he missed a few. Again, he was 227 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. You know, better than a lot of quarterbacks in the league, I'll tell you that much right now. But uh, Keenan Allen had seven receptions for 85 yards. He would have had a walk-in touchdown, but Herbert just overthrew him. Uh, man, it's just the game that could have been, right? You know, and again, I think that's where the NFL is so fascinating as a sport because a lot of these things happen in such a quick 
period of time and little things happen so fast. Now, again, I go back to these folks right here. Uh, why are they not more involved? Quinton Johnson had zero receptions, <laughs> zero receptions, guys. Michael Davis uh, or uh, Darius Davis actually did pretty good in punt returns. He was had two, two returns for 38 yards, average 19 yards, a return. But he was no longer part of the offense for that point on. And I, and I cannot understand why we are not integrating Darius Davis and Quinton Johnston in the offense a little more. And that has been my biggest frustration this year so far with Kellen Moore. Why are these rookies not being more involved? Are they just not on the same page with Justin Herbert? Or are they just not understanding the offense? Are they not doing what they need to do? It's been extremely frustrating for me as a fan, especially someone – you know, like the Bull Bros that talk about this on a daily basis. Why are they not getting more touches? Jet sweeps, screens, slants, really quick little passes. You can get them involved. Palmer did okay. Uh, he had a few good throws. Again, four receptions for 60 yards. He averaged 15 yards of reception. So he did okay. There was a couple of, you know, bad throws. I remember one specifically, Justin Herbert missed him directly in the end zone. He was wide open. Again, Herbert did not have his best game. He easily could have had four touchdowns this game, and this game would have been completely over. But he did not have a great game. Palmer, we're glad he played. He had a groin injury. To some degree, I kind of wonder what would have happened if Palmer had not have played. With some of these guys right here, Davis and Quinton Johnson, gotten some more looks. My assumption is probably they would have. Uh, so, again, I go back and think to myself, well, maybe it would have been better to see these guys get a little bit more touches and let Palmer rest out. What do you guys think? Again, Palmer had a good game. Not great, but it is what it is. And then we have this guy, Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett, man, guys, we got to get him the ball a little bit more. He only had one. He had, by the way, the carry that he had. Why wasn't that Darius Davis? Why wasn't that Quinton Johnston? I don't know why we did a jet sweep with Gerald Everett. In my opinion, he's not the guy to do that. He's okay, but he's not great. I guess the argument is big, but I still think you put that in QJ's hands or Darius Davis, someone really fast. And where did the running back pitches to Darius Davis go? We had a couple of great runs last week, or the, our prior win, with Darius Davis as a running back in the backfield. And again, I guess the argument is, hey, we got Austin Eckler back. Uh, we didn't need to do that. Well, Eckler, speaking of Eckler, did not play very well. As you all know, he rushed for 14 uh, attempts for 27 yards. That's a 1.9-yard average, folks. That's not good. He did receive a few for four. He had four receptions, 35 yards, 8.8. So he was the third highest receiving player on this team. And I guess the argument could be made that, look, at the end of the day, Darius Davis and Quentin Johnson don't need to take a major part of this offense yet because we do have veteran players, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, Austin Eckler, Don Parham, Gerald Everett. These are all players that have been in the offense for a very long time. But look, you want to get your rookies out there and performing. And I think this is where I get a little frustrated with, with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert seems to be continually focusing on one or two targets every single pass play and not looking at the rest of the field. That's not good. That's not a good winning success in the NFL. Let's talk about our defense, folks. Um, look, I get a little frustrated. I think this is probably the first game that I was absolutely really annoyed and aggravated with Brandon Staley in, in my I know everyone's going to say, well, I'm always annoyed with Brandon Taylor. Look, I will say this. The Niners gave us a blueprint on how to beat the Cowboys, right? And we did not do any of what they did last week, which I thought was really strange. We kept rushing four, maybe five. And when we rushed five, every single time we had pressure on Dak. But for whatever reason, we started going to this very soft zone, giving them five to 10 yards every single time. 
it's not winning football. It's playing not to lose, right? And and I and I think the Niners, the thing that I like about the way the Niners played, the Niners put pressure on on the Cowboys the entire time. They made them have to beat the Niners, and the Niners just beat them out. Brandon Staley played very soft. I could get the argument that, hey, look, we got some great pass rushers. Kenneth Murray does a great job. You know, Mac, Bosa, all the above. Even if we rush four, we can get there in two seconds. But it didn't work. Guys, it didn't work. Kenneth Murray had a great game. Eight tackles, one assist. I mean, absolutely great. Eric Hendricks, six tackles, two assists. Looked great. Dean Marlowe, five tackles, one assist. Thank God we got Dean Marlowe. Don't even get me started on uh, on uh, on our boy, Derwin James, man. I mean, but at the end of the day, I just felt like we played very soft. And again, it goes back to what I was saying. Are these two really good teams or are these just two really bad teams? I think it's a mixture of both. I think they're both good teams, but both good teams that are still trying to find their way offensively and defensively. And that's frustrating. Frustrating as a fan, as a frustrating as a NFL viewer watching a football game because you shouldn't be making mistakes the way that we have been. And again, Khalil Mack had a very good game as well, too. I Look, I have loved seeing Khalil Mack out there. The man has just been all over the place. One sack, two tackles, two assists, looked really good. Sebastian Joseph Day had a sack. Nick Williams had a sack, uh, and I believe Morgan Fox had a sack as well, too, if I remember correctly. Uh, yes, Morgan uh, – yeah, Nick Williams – I don't know. I guess they, they gave it to Nick Williams. So, at any rate, but Khalil Mack looked pretty good. Very happy to see him put some pressure on. But, again, I think it was a really bad idea that Brandon Staley just ran such light boxes. Again, nine times out of ten, we, we rushed four, and they felt like that would be just enough pressure. And our tackling was very poor at times. Again, that Mike Davis tackling was just pretty horrible. And, again – Tuli looked good. Khalil Mack looked good. I think we should have just put a little more pressure on Dak up the middle, got a little more exotic on some of our blitzes, press a little more, let them beat us, and we just didn't do it. We should have been more aggressive on defense is my ultimate thought here. But again, going back to Justin Herbert, the man had a broken finger. You could sit back all day and say, hey, look, you know, bad game, bad game. And yes, it was a bad game. It was a bad game. He did not play well. But I think there's arguments both ways, right? Are these just two really good teams or really good teams having a hard time playing with one another or just two really bad teams? I think they're two good teams that just did not play good games is what I really believe. I know the Chargers do not do very well statistically off of the bye. Clearly, we showed that today. The Cowboys have been slumping. They've looked good at times, but look bad at times also. I will say this too, a little plug. My brother, James, one of the Bolt Bros, is going to be doing a video breaking down Brandon Staley's win-loss records against ranked teams or playoff caliber teams pretty shocking numbers folks but guys that'll be dropping tomorrow as always andrew bolpros like and subscribe if you do enjoy the content folks only about 25 percent of you are actually subscribed and liking the channel so please do so as always andrew bolpros see you guys in the next one